Winners, losers, injuries, and more storylines from week six right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. What's going on? Adam Azer and Heath Cummings here, enjoying some Sunday night football as we watch the Steelers and the Seahawks and recap all the other games from Sunday. Let's go to the winners and the losers, Heath. Who stood out to you as a winner, or a few winners, if you will, in week six? Yeah, Kenyon Drake, for sure, just getting a chance to play again with John Gruden gone and scoring two touchdowns. So I would imagine that they will continue to involve him in the offense. Adam Thielen making me look like an idiot moron with 13 <laughs> targets, catching 11 of them for 126 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, we should probably just start him. And Ricky Seals-Jones, 15 targets, I believe now, maybe 14. Since Logan Thomas went down, he looks like a top 12 tight end, especially with the buys coming up this week. So Thielen, though, you, you feel like you're safe to start him because, it, you know, it's going into the game was two-thirds of his last 27 games. He had 60 or fewer yards or fewer than 60 yards. So I don't want to be fooled by a good game. He does this, you know. Yeah, um, but that's kind of the point. He does this. Yeah. And so, like, how many guys who do this do we leave sitting on our bench? Yeah. He was started in, I think, 73% of leagues. How about losers? There were, felt like there were a lot more losers than winners yeah, this, this week. week. I had Javante Williams just because it was another week where he did not separate himself from Melvin Gordon. Gordon, I believe, had three or four more yards. Javante Williams below 10 fantasy points again. Miles Gaskin, probably the biggest loser. And it wasn't even that the Dolphins just went back to their bad plan at running back. They tried to give Gaskin a lot of work early in the game, and Gaskin just fell on his face. Not sure how we're going to trust him again. And then Jacoby Myers... The guy with no touchdowns finally got a touchdown, and they took it away from him. What do you think about Keenan Allen right now? We talked a lot about him on the 60-minute or the 75-minute version of the show. What do you think about Keenan Allen coming off 50-yard game? Did lead the team in receiving. It would annoy you and probably everyone else how little I am concerned about Keenan Allen. I have zero concern about Keenan Allen. I will start Keenan Allen for the next month if his numbers continue to look exactly like they have so far this season. I'm. I, it wouldn't annoy me. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely on board with that. Uh, when we look at injuries and we look at the waiver wire, we got the Cleveland situation with Kareem Hunt leaving. We've got uh, Latavius Murray leaving, Antonio Gibson. Who's the waiver wire prize this week? Kadarius Tony also a big injury. I mean, we're going to have to know who's, who's playing this week, and so hopefully we get more information before Tuesday. Devontae Freeman's definitely someone who has to be added. I think if both Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are out on Thursday, Dearness Johnson is the most likely guy to handle the, the running work, but I don't know that he gets much in the passing game, and Felton may have some appeal in PPR. What about the uh, Washington football team backfield? I, it kind of seems like it's just going to be the J.D. McKissick show, and Jarrett Patterson will have a small role. In a non-PPR league, McKissick's probably still on the waiver wire, and he should be added. All right, more storylines to come out of this. We got, we got Kyler Murray with a huge game, four touchdowns, but not running the ball. He's got seven rushing yards combined in his last two games. Is this a good development or a bad development? The fact that he's throwing the ball so well, but not running the ball that well. I don't think it's like, it's a good development and a bad development. We would like it more if he was running the ball because the the margin for error is much bigger if you run the ball eight to ten times a game and put up five fantasy points or ten if you score a touchdown that way than if you're just doing it as a passer. Okay. What else? What else happened this week, Heath? We got like a minute left. We don't. Um, <laughs> never heard that before. Uh, well, I mean, Dave said that Devontae Booker and Robbie Anderson and Alan Robinson were losers, and I, I had some hope 
that the pack that the Bears would unleash Justin Fields a little more, and they really didn't. And so I do think that Allen Robinson is droppable. And oddly enough, after getting 11 targets, Robbie Anderson is probably too. 29 targets in his last three games, and his next two games, Robbie Anderson are against the Giants and the Falcons. So you might, I mean, there might be something there, but it's really hard to convince people to well, hang on to Robbie there, Anderson. I like it's it. This is going to sound silly, but there might be a team who can justify dropping Robbie Anderson. There might be another team who needs to pick him up and put him in the flex oh, this yeah. week no. with six teams on a bye. Not silly at all. Makes a lot of sense. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for watching and listening to Fantasy Football Today in 5. We'll come at you tomorrow with a fresh episode recapping Monday Night Football. That'll be Chris and Dan. Have a good one. See you later.